0: Welcome to the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. My name is Kyle Case, and I'll be your host on this amazing journey as we attempt to help you get the most out of your life. Joining me in the studio today is my co-pilot, Jeff Harding. Jeff, how are you doing today?
1: I'm feeling tip-top, Kyle.
0: Tip-top. That's right. Tip-top. I like that. I like that. It's crisp.
1: It is. And sharp. how are you doing?
0: I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm getting ready for the Huntsman World Senior Games. You know what? So am I. You're That's feeling amazing. the same yes, way, aren't yes. you? yeah it's uh it's on its way, and we're excited about it, just around that corner. looking forward to about eleven thousand athletes uh coming to compete in fact, more than eleven thousand. I think we're gonna potentially we're we're on target to break a record this year.
1: We are if everybody gets on the stick and and gets here, yeah, so hopefully uh that'll happen for us. you bet so today, Jeff, yes. I have an interesting, I think, an interesting topic to start us off with. Okay, great. So it's not going to be, uh, never mind, I won't go to, the top. I won't go to that subject. <laughs> all of
0: your standard things, it's not yeah. going to be right. Um, it's, it's probably one of your standard things. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, think, I think it's fair to say that people the world over struggle with weight.
1: Okay, yes. Right? Yeah, okay. Yeah. I think you know, we, all,
0: we all have a, a as little bit of As I try to hide that, behind the
1: counter a little bit more. It's not,
0: <laughs> it's not easy to lose weight. And maybe the only thing that's harder than losing weight is losing the weight and then keeping it off.
1: That's true. Right? So why is it so easy to put on but it's so hard to get off? I don't know. That doesn't make sense. I don't know. It's not fair. It
0: feels like, it feels like maybe the cards are just kind of stacked against us. There's yeah. a lot of sugar, added sugar in our diets that sometimes we're not aware of. Oftentimes we are aware of it and mm-hmm. don't care that much. But we enjoy it. <laughs> but we enjoy it, right? <laughs> so today I found an article written by Christine Mathis on health.com. Listen to this title. Okay. This will get to you. Fifty seven ways to lose weight according to science. We better get going. According to science. Now I'm not gonna go through all oh, fifty seven. That's yeah, that too many. Worried. I'm just gonna focus on uh, just a few of them. The subtitle though, listen to the subtitle of the article. Okay. The best weight loss excuse me, the best weight loss tips of all time.
1: You're all choked up over it, aren't you Kyle? Um, Yeah,
0: I'm a little emotional about this. <laughs> I, I feel so, I feel passionately about it. Anyway, let's dive into it. You ready? I'm ready. So as you're probably aware, more than two-thirds of adults in the United States are either overweight or obese. we talked about that before. Yep. Weight loss is a $20 billion industry. Yep. Um, but if you're trying to, sl- to slim down, there's really no reason to lose hope. There's plenty of studies that show that lasting weight loss is possible, that it's not just a made-up story or a myth. It I was, was thinking
1: it was a fairy tale.
0: It, it's not a fairy tale. Okay. It can be done. It's just difficult. So I'm going to share some of the things that uh, science says will help us lose weight and keep it off. Probably intuitive.
1: It's probably intuitive, too. This is according to science. Okay. Some
0: of it's intuitive. A lot of it might be intuitive. But I'm going to, I'm going to share with you the scientific studies. Right. Are you yeah. ready? Yep. Yeah. Number one, I think you're going to like this one. Number one, eat a big breakfast. I can do that. Now, when you think about <laughs> losing weight and you think about eating a big breakfast, they don't always correlate. But it,
1: it, in some ways it does. In some because ways it does. You have more time to burn that energy off and you need something to get you going in the morning. So it makes sense.
0: If you follow that line of of logic, I think it makes sense. But we've all heard a million times, start your day with a balanced breakfast. I think that's
1: Uh common sense. Especially the cereal makers, they they promote that too. Right, right.
0: Here's the science part, though. This is the important part. At Imperial College London, they did a study that found that when people skipped breakfast, the reward centers in their brains lit up when they were shown pictures of high-calorie foods. Ah. So that means that if you skip breakfast, you're more tempted... By bad-for-you snacks later on in the day. That makes sense. On top of that, a 2013 study found that women who enjoyed a large morning meal had a larger drop in ghrelin, which is the hunger hormone, Mm -hmm. than those who ate a small breakfast. So, eat Eat a big big breakfast breakfast. in the morning. I can do that. Now that we've just talked about breakfast, I think you're going to like the second one. As a big lunch? (laughs) Well, come on I can't just keep saying Eat big meals A guy can hope A guy can hope Okay, lay it on me It's not eat a big lunch (laughs) Although (laughs) your face did light up It did, it did With hope No, you can't eat a big lunch However, you should finish your breakfast With something sweet Okay Now you like that, right? I do That feels good, right? Studies have found That the benefit of wrapping up Your morning meal with dessert Really with a dessert (laughs) Is beneficial this was a Tel Aviv University Medical Center study. They, uh, they gave one group of people a 304-calorie breakfast that had 10 grams of carbs, while the other group ate a 600-calorie breakfast with 60 grams of carbs, and that included a small sweet such as a chocolate, a donut, a cookie, or a cake. Mm-hmm. And then halfway through the eight-month study, both groups had lost an average of 33 pounds per person. Which is pretty good. Yeah, thirty-three pounds in eight months—that's not bad. At the end, however, the low-carb group regained twenty-two pounds. Wow! While the dessert group dropped an additional fifteen pounds.
1: You know, it's ironic because the other day my grandson was asking my wife what they were going to have for dessert for for breakfast. breakfast. Well, he's on—he was very serious
0: too. He's on to something. So researchers say that dessert eaters reported dealing with fewer cravings. Which is similar to what we just talked about, and had a chance, a better chance of sticking to their calorie requirements for the rest of the day. So, consider adding a little bit of dessert at the end of your breakfast. Not, not
1: hard to consideration. You could, it's you done. You can do that, right? Done.
0: Here's the next one: eat 30 grams of fiber a day. And what does that
1: look like? Uh- <laughs>
0: <laughs> not, not uh, you your face didn't light up for that one, well, for some it's because I don't know what
1: thirty grams looks like. Yeah,
0: well, so you got to get out your little food scale. You know, I like fiber, so it's not a problem, man.
1: I like fibrous foods. So. so
0: let me tell you the science for this one. Some scientific research shows that upping your fiber intake may work just as well as following a strict diet. That's the science part. In an American Heart Association study. One group was instructed to follow a diet with strict nutrient goals and limits on their calories, their sugar, their saturated fat, while the other group was given one goal and one goal only, and that was to consume 30 grams of fiber a day. And at the end of three months, both groups had lost roughly the same amount of weight and improved their heart health, which shows that losing weight may be just as easy as filling up on a little bit more fiber. There you go. So that's a good thing, right? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to keep going. Stock your freezer with vegetables. This is one I know oh, yeah. that you like. You really like fruits I'm, and I'm a veggie guy, yep. So fresh, in-season produce gives you the biggest nutritional boost. That's important to know. Of course. But frozen vegetables come in a very close second, and very shortly after they're being picked, if you put those ripe vegetables in the freezer and they're frozen, it allows them to lock in many of their nutrients so having a stash of vegetables in your freezer makes eating on the fly much easier because it's accessible and it's easy, and it reduces the chance that you might order a pizza instead. Yeah. Okay? This one is another one that I think you're going to like. Okay. All these are good ones for you, yeah Yeah, they are. So uh, this one you'll like. Make dairy part of your diet. Yeah. So a, da- a dairy-rich diet loads you up with calcium and vitamin D and nutrients that help build muscle and boost your metabolism as well, plus... The hormone calcitriol helps conserve calcium for stronger bones while instructing your fat cells to convert less sugar to fat and burn more body fat. Now, I go. know you like cheese. I do. And cheese is a dairy product.
1: I knew that. So, how, how am I doing with you? You're, you're, you're my friend today, <laughs> am Kyle. Am I doing okay? Am I doing okay? Don't, don't mess up. Don't mess up, Kyle. All right.
0: Here's my last one. Okay. Then we're going to get into uh, some other important things that we want to talk about today. The last one on my list, snack on pistachios.
1: I like pistachios. Yeah,
0: and I, and I think we've talked before about the uh, health benefits of pistachios. Mm-hmm. I like pistachios as well. Foods that require peeling, shelling, or individual unwrapping, like... Like candy bars. <laughs> How did I know you were going to go there? How did I know? Well, you you set me up. Individual unwrapping. What else is it candy bars? No, Jeff. The answer is like pistachios or
1: or, or corn on the cob. Well, you do have to unwrap corn on the cob as
0: well, which we found out a few weeks ago is actually good for you as well. But no, I'm talking about pistachios.
1: You have to crack them. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So pistachios, Jeff. Uh Get pistachios in your mind.
1: I, okay, You're I, I, I can them? see in the SS. Yes. Okay, pistachios. So I got the pre-shelled ones. Is that okay?
0: Well, that, that it's okay. It's not as good though, but it's okay. <laughs> pistachios are good for you whether they're pre-shelled or not. Regardless, let, let me finish my <laughs> let me finish my thought here. Go ahead. Food that requires peeling, shelling, or individual <laughs> ra- unwrapping, like pistachios, force you to slow down your eating. Or coconuts, and that, <laughs> or coconuts. Slowing down your eating may help you consume less overall. That's, That's true. the point I'm trying and, to do, and, and that
1: is true because with you, I mean, even if you have one of those nut trays around Christmas try time, where you have to crack them,
0: yes, eat, it slows you down. It does, yeah. And anything that you have to open or that yeah. comes prepackaged does potentially slow you down. But yeah. here's here's some other benefits: a one ounce serving of pistachios provides six grams of protein mm-hmm. and three grams of fiber. And it only has 159 calories, and the fat that's found in pistachios is actually good for your heart. So if you're looking to drop a few pounds, pistachios is a good way to go. There was some amount of there. Yes. Yes, it was. Yes, there was. So uh, that's just a, a hint at some of the 57 ways to lose weight, according to science. And we'll share the link on our website so you can run through the rest of them when you have some time. Today's guest, Jeff, is Sue Hoskins. Sue is an alumni of Dixie State University where she played both basketball and volleyball as a student athlete. Her connection to sports certainly did not end there. She's currently a college and high school volleyball official. She is also the volleyball director of the Larry H. Miller volleyball uh, event at the Larry H. Miller Utah Summer Games. And then is also the basketball director for the Huntsman World Senior Games. She is all about the sports, particularly basketball and volleyball. And Sue, we're glad that you could join us today.
2: Thank you. Happy so, to be here.
0: So what do you think about pistachios?
2: I love pistachios. <laughs> my kind of woman. And my husband would eat pistachios for every All meal day, every if day. it was allowed.
0: Well, there you go. They're they're good for you. They're It's it's a good uh, dietary choice. So. Just make sure
1: they're the ones with the shells still on so you have to work harder. To mm-hmm. get so you it. have to slow down yeah. when you eat.
0: So let's talk a little bit about sports. Sue, you've been involved in sports basically your whole life.
2: My whole life.
0: So you played basketball I as I played young
2: wh- whatever sport was okay. thrown in front of me as a kid. I tried to get Involved with the boys' teams because they were a lot more challenging, mm-hmm. and whatever sport it was, so I was there.
0: were they Baseball,
1: welcoming? Soccer, Baseball, soccer,
2: softball, softball, basketball, basketball volleyball, volleyball soccer, Yeah,
1: were the boys' teams welcoming?
2: Absolutely,
1: great. Good. Well, they wanted
0: a good well, she's, athlete. Yeah, she's probably a great. They athlete. a good athlete. So, of the sports that you played, that you started out with as a young woman uh, and as a girl, and, and growing up. Which one's your favorite one? Which one stands out as like, this is my sport?
2: You know, everyone always asks me that question, <laughs> especially as an official. That's, yeah. I get asked that a lot. I would have to say that I very much still enjoy basketball. Basketball. Mm-hmm. Like
0: to play it, like to officiate it. Like
2: to watch it. Awesome. Yeah.
1: So who's your favorite NBA team? <laughs> Put you on the spot I don't here, like huh? the NBA at all. Oh, okay. But, How about WNBA team? Huh? How about WNBA team?
2: WNBA? All these Las Vegas Aces that are doing they're so doing well good. this season. Yeah, Enter- they're fun to watch. They've
0: got a great uh, team and they're winning some games. And, yeah. Yeah.
2: But I love uh, college basketball. Okay. March Madness is Christmas in March for me. <laughs> I love March Madness. Awesome.
0: Awesome. Well, it's great uh, that we have access and, you know, there's there are so many good fans out there and, and great reasons to to watch and to be inspired at the hard work and the dedication of athletes. Speaking of which, you're involved in a couple of pretty great sporting events on a really on a kind of an intimate level. You, you help run the Utah Summer Games volleyball event. And of course, you've been involved with the basketball, women's basketball event here at the Huntsman World Senior Games for years. How did you transition or how was the transition for you from a player to uh, an event organizer and then, and, and you also are the arbiter. So you help uh, put together the officials for many events uh, around our area and in, in other areas as well. Um, do you, I, l- let me ask you this do you, do you still play sports or have you mostly transitioned to the, uh, the organization, the organizing aspect of it?
2: If I didn't have five kids, I would probably <laughs> still be playing.
0: Five kids make a difference. But
2: my spare time is usually spent. Watching them at their sporting events. Okay. People have asked me to play, but, you know, age does set in at some point. And even though your mind tells you that you're still a good athlete, your body sometimes doesn't keep up.
0: Well, I'm going to provide you with a little bit of hope because I know that you love to play sports. And I know that, that you know, just like what you said, sometimes family makes it challenging and schedules and and work and so many things. I'm just going to say, and you know this because you've seen it every year, but so, so many of our athletes at the Huntsman World Senior Games have gone through the period of life that you are right smack in the middle of right now. And for, you know, for any number of good reasons, you have to set aside that love and that passion of, of playing sports. Um, but as you've seen, again, year after year at the Huntsman World Senior Games, so many people, uh, women and men, are able, once they get through this time in their life, to pick back up where they left off. And it just becomes like just this joy once again. And so don't give up on it. There's still there's still time for you in the future.
2: Oh, I haven't given up. Yeah, I absolutely. talked I talked to a girlfriend that I played with at Dixie State, and okay. I said, you know, we're beating on the door. <laughs> a couple of years from now, you better be ready to come down and
0: that is play awesome. again. That is so. awesome. I, I love it when people are uh, looking forward to it. You're listening to the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life, and we're talking with Sue Hoskins. She is the director of women's basketball at the Huntsman World Senior Games. In addition to being the director of women's basketball, she also helps uh, pull together all the officials for all of our basketball events, the men's and the women's, which has got to be a big job. How do you stay connected so that you can pull these uh, officials in? Because officiating is such an important part of a successful event.
2: Well, I've been an official myself for a number of years, so I do have a lot of contacts. A lot of connections. And we do have a lot of local officials that want to come and work at the senior games year after year after year. They really enjoy it. And then we have some out-of-state officials that really enjoy this experience as well, and they request to come back and officiate.
0: And as long as they're good, we right, want them back. Right, exactly. We absolutely want them.
2: Absolutely.
0: Excellent. Well, that's great. Uh, uh, Again, the officiating aspect of any organized tournament is so important. And and Sue does a phenomenal job of bringing in good people and helping manage and making sure, you know, not only that they're good people and qualified to officiate, but also that they're at the right place at the right time, which is really part of the challenge. Uh, And then add that. Add to that the fact that you're also coordinating the women's basketball tournament, and it, it becomes a very busy two weeks for you.
2: Yes, it does. Yeah. Not not only the two weeks that it's going on, but several weeks in preparation Leading for it, especially with the assigning of the officials. That's, that's a pretty, big pretty heavy task.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, you've been involved with the women's basketball for quite a while at the Huntsman World Senior Games. Um, are there any memories of teams or players or events that just stand out to you uh, over those over those years that you've been involved
2: you know we have had the teams from Michigan come every year that I have been involved yeah and they bring at least three teams
0: Michigan spirit mm-hmm. is what you're talking about yeah
2: and there are some well-known characters on on those teams, that I think that's bring, a way to put within it, right? within the
1: Huntsman Worlds and your game circles or around the world, is it just are they well known within the, the, the in the Huntsman,
2: the Huntsman game world? circle? Okay, okay. Yeah. yeah, and the other teams know that when they come to play that those Michigan Spirit teams are going to be here.
0: They play with gusto. They yes, play with they spirit. do
2: with passion <laughs> and. Um, they're everybody knows them. They're just a very fun part of the women's basketball, yeah, as well as some other staples teams that we have, teams from Canada, teams from Virginia, where we can always count on them being at the senior games. and I
0: think that's worth worth noting and and remembering and even celebrating that athletes at the Huntsman World Senior Games really do come from all around the world, and basketball is no exception. Uh, we've had teams from Lithuania, women's basketball teams from Lithuania that have been here. Uh, you mentioned Canada, and then, of course, from all around the, the various states in the United States. I'm curious, as, as you're involved with this sport and as you're watching it happen and watching it unfold, and you've got these teams that are traditional teams that kind of come every year, are there, are there geographic areas where you find basketball is stronger than in some areas, or does that not really play into it? Have you noticed that as a trend?
2: I think that uh, from what I've observed and the way that they talk I think Southern California seems to be a hot spot a lot of for, players there for the leagues and and for a lot of players and it would be good to get a few more teams from there but we do have some very consistent teams that come up from, from San Diego to play and yeah. I
0: know that uh, especially in Southern California but as uh, in California as a whole the state as a whole, there is a very developed league program for women's basketball, senior women's basketball. And, man, there are some great teams that play in that area, that call that area home. We had an opportunity several months ago to go to the national senior games in Albuquerque, and we watched some of the women's basketball games. And uh, great play, great play. And we watched one of the gold medal matches. Uh, unfortunately, I can't remember which age group it was, but probably the 55s, I'm guessing. And uh, one of the teams was from Southern California. And uh, yeah, just a, a very, very developed system that they have there. And um, if anyone's listening, we'd love to have, uh, like Sue said, a few more teams from that area come on up to St. George and compete in the Huntsman World Senior Games. Any, any players that have stood out over the years that you've worked with, um, either as star players or just great sports or You've had a chance to meet a lot of people. Anything that stands out?
2: You know, when we have that team from uh, Latvia come and participate with us, they have some characters on their team and (laughs) they sort of have maybe a different style of playing basketball and they seem to be very physical. Uh And I think some of our um, United States teams aren't really used to that type of play but they do know that when they go up against some of those players from Latvia that that they're going to get pushed and shoved get ready. a little bit more. And uh, it's interesting because they don't speak English, but they do understand some basketball phrases right. that makes it good for them to come and play. And they're great players, very good players.
0: So um – uh, again, one of the great aspects, uh, I believe, of the Huntsman World Senior Games is that opportunity not only to play with great players, but to really interact with people from other parts of the world, from all around the world. And uh, in, in so many cases, you wouldn't have that opportunity uh, if it weren't for the Huntsman World Senior Games and the chance to just bring teams from all around the planet to come together and celebrate active aging and sport as a whole and, uh, and that's awesome. I've I I, uh, I, I I've, I've known that the Latvian team is here. I've said hello to them, but I've never really had a chance to watch them play. So next time they're here, I'm going to make sure that I get over to a game. It sounds like it'd be a fun one.
2: Yeah. The, you know, all those women are just, they're coming to compete. But for them, it's, it's that they're staying active, that they love basketball, and that competition, like winning that gold is not the most important thing for them. It's coming and participating, seeing old friends, running into people year after year, and just having three good days of good basketball.
0: Yeah, and we say that all the time because we hear it from our athletes. Oftentimes the decision, the first decision to come is because they've heard about the competition and they hear that it's a great tournament, which it is. But the reason they come back is, is what you've described. They come back for that friendship, for that camaraderie, for the opportunity to hang out with a bunch of people who feel just like you do about a sport that you're passionate about. And uh, that's one of the things that we provide, that we're proud to provide to our athletes, but also one of the things that really makes the game special. So so obviously you've been involved with the sports. Uh, as we said, you're, you're uh, always hanging out and, and helping with the officials. The Games offers a lot of things outside of sports, from sports socials to opening ceremonies. Is there anything outside of the the typical sporting venue that stands out to you that maybe you have a memory about?
2: I think the the ladies really look forward to going and participating in the opening ceremonies. They like to march. But, you know, um, the thing I think they mention the most is that they love to come to St. George because of the scenery and the sights that we have around us. I often hear them talking about what they're going to do in their free time. They always comment about we love the beautiful scenery, the red rocks. It's just so amazing here. So I think that they like to take in the sites and the, the area in which we live in when they come here as well.
0: Awesome. And we do hear that from a lot of our athletes. And, and frankly, we get to live in a beautiful, beautiful place. And so many people get to come during the Huntsman World Senior Games and celebrate and enjoy and just get outside and, and really appreciate it. Sue, thank you. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks for all that you do to help make the game successful. We're looking forward to a great event this year. We've got just a few weeks to go. I know you're kind of at crunch time just like we are. But best of luck in your preparations. And, uh, again, thank you for all that you do.
2: Thank you. I'm looking forward to the basketball.
0: Awesome. Jeff. Yes. Registration. It's closed. It's closed. Slam it's closed. shut. officially closed. But don't worry, you can still be involved in the Huntsman World Senior Games if you register as a volunteer.
1: That's right. It takes about
0: 3,000 volunteers to pull off the Huntsman World Senior Games. In fact, just today we sorted out 3,000 t-shirts for our volunteer army. Yes, we did. And uh, we're looking forward to a great group. If you are interested in registering as a volunteer and being a part of volunteering for the games, visit SeniorGames.net and click on the Volunteer tab. There's a ton of volunteer opportunities that include both helping with the sports as well as helping in the non-sports areas. There's uh, tons of health benefits to volunteering, as we've talked about on the show, and we could really use your help. So hit SeniorGames.net and register to volunteer today. Also, I want to put in another quick plug for our opening ceremonies. It takes place at Trailblazer Stadium at Dixie State University. It's on Tuesday, October 8th. The gates open at 6 p.m. and the show starts at 7, and it is an amazing show. We'll have singing, dancing, motivational speech by three-time Olympic gold medalist Leah Amico. And don't forget the fireworks at the end. It's incredible. You can get more information at seniorgames.net. You don't want to miss it. Remember to tune in live next and every Thursday at 5.30 p.m. Mountain Time on AM 1450 or FM 93.1 for the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. And you can also subscribe to our podcast anywhere that podcasts are found. Once you've subscribed... Give us a rating and write a quick review. You can also find this and previous shows right on our website. Again, seniorgames.net. So check that out. Jeff, our inspirational thought for the day. I'm ready. If you're searching for that one person that will change your life, take a look in the mirror.
1: As you say, yep. Until next Thursday, stay active. Bye, everyone.